What's going on, guys? This is your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. You're listening to another episode of the LCR Media Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. On today's episode, we've got Cody Owen with Lightspeed Social Agency back on the show. How's it going, Cody? Dude, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's the dog days of summer. It's August. It's hot everywhere, probably. But, you know, some places are, are worse than others. I've been, you know, checking, catching the weather reports every now and again for like the whole country, you know, and it's some parts of the country are like breaking records. So like Texas and some places further down south. So we're here in Virginia. Are you, 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 uh, you are in Texas, right? So you know the oh, deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's been yeah, hot, right? It is. It's hot outside. Yeah. It's long after dark. It's 90 plus degrees. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, hopefully you're uh, cooling off in the AC now. And I, I know I am here in the, in the in the podcast studio. It's always nice and crispy. So sometimes when I'm not hot, it's a little chilly actually in here, but it feels refreshing after a long day being in the sun. So uh, I, look, I look forward to it for sure. So but I wanted to get you back on the on the uh, podcast so that we can talk a little bit about what what you have going on. I've heard that you have some new things. Um, new systems in place for Lightspeed Social Agency. and But before before we uh, dove, dive into that, I wanted you to give everyone a little recap or summary, you know, all the new listeners. It's been a while, probably at least a year since you've been on here. So for anyone new, um, you know, they don't know anything about you, how you started, what Lightspeed Social Agency is, and, and how that could help them in the lawn and landscape industry. Why don't you go ahead and spend a little bit of time um, getting everybody caught up to speed? Yeah. Well, hey, so I am Cody Owen. If you've heard my voice before, I've been on LCR a few times in the past, and I used to host the Lawn Care Millionaire YouTube channel, um, and I worked on the marketing team at Service Autopilot for about five years, and uh, that's how I met Naylor, and then when I had split off and was doing my own thing, I ran into him on the floor at GIE and was able to uh, rekindle that friendship and get on the show. Um, but yeah, so I started Lightspeed because I saw what I felt like was a little bit of a hole in the, uh, like marketing services that were being provided for lawn and landscape companies. There are a lot of like generalist agencies that work with, you know, just a bunch of different local businesses and that has some advantages, but I felt like where a lot of that was falling apart was this idea of like hyper local advertising that I wanted lawn and landscape companies like route based businesses to be doing that, that essentially like you want to build the business, especially maintenance stuff around route density and just blasting to your entire service area or maybe beyond it with normal ads is not going to get you the kind of results that like result in <laughs> route density. So I had been experimenting with some different styles of Facebook ads and started providing that service to some friends in the industry and getting good results and just doubled down from there. But I've been running our podcast, the Lightspeed Lawn Care Marketing Podcast, and our YouTube channel, just Lightspeed Social, on there to give marketing knowledge to lawn and landscape business owners so that they can you know, kind of do DIY stuff in the business until it makes sense to, if it, you know, does at some point make sense to do business with a company like Lightspeed, you've kind of got all your ducks in a row marketing wise, you know, what works in your market. And then we can come in and just kind of be like your outsourced marketing department. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know you, you, um, you know, last time you were on, we talked a lot about Facebook and Facebook ads and how to properly, you know, utilize Facebook for those ads, not just generically boosting your posts. And, you know, I think most of us probably think that that's, that's all you do and, and wonder why we don't get the best results. And, you know, you, you guys really dig into the, the, like behind the scenes, like you really pull the curtain back and, and get in there and, and do all the stuff that you really need to do to, to actually, get the the return that you want, get the engagement that you want for the Facebook ads and, and, and also utilizing that, like you said, for route density, which is definitely is, always speaks my language, right? So um, I, I've always been um, like a strategic, I guess is a good word, strategic mm-hmm. about the type of advertising that I do, because as it is, when people Google lawn care, anywhere in this area, whether it's Richmond, Midlothian, Chesterfield, whatever, if they just Google lawn care, I'm on the top of the list, not, not like mm-hmm. at the top, but I'm like in that, in, in the top list, you know, of, of the lawn care companies that come, of course, like, you know, the big, the big, you know, chains come up and, and the, the sponsored ads come up, but I'm also there because my SEO has been really good over the years. Um, so people call me from all over town just, just for, for that. So that's, you know, and I'm not even doing any advertising to get those people. They're just Googling, you know? So I, I, I don't want to be driving all over town and mow people's lawns and do regular reoccurring maintenance, you know, uh, like I've talked about many times and, and, you know, it's just not, it's just not profitable. You know, if you're doing like a big, you know, multi-thousand dollar project and you're like kind of on pro- on site for a couple of days, that's fine to go travel across town. But if you're, you know, going back and forth just to cut some, some grass for 30 to 45 minutes every week, you know, day after day, that's, that's a lot of waste gas and time. So you have employees, all that stuff. So being able to to market properly so that you can actually you know gain the right people in the right neighborhoods that that's tricky so i've i've always been very careful and strategic with that and 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 you definitely introduced me and and everyone listening um on your on your first episode to that to to that whole concept and, you, and how you can utilize facebook to really hyper focus like you said on different neighborhoods that you want to be in or that you're already in or, or, or a combination of the two and not just kind of generically putting stuff out there for the whole, you know, greater city of Richmond to, to, to hear, to see or whatever and contact you, you know, 25 minutes on the other side of town. And you're like, yeah, no, sorry. And you're like, well, we saw an ad, you know, like, so, um, so that, that, that's also important. I want, want to, to mention that too. So uh, people that are listening and they're really focusing on, or they want to focus on route density and they're, and they're hesitant with advertising like I used to be or, or still am strategic about it, um, you know, that's 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 what you guys can really help with, correct? Yeah, yeah. What, what I've been trying to take stock of over the summer, you know, we kind of got through that busy spring selling season where everything's crazy. Um, I have been trying to think about marketing in a more holistic way for lawn and landscape companies. So like thinking about, okay, where have we had, what are the biggest pain points we've had when working with customers and what can we do to try to fix those? And I can't tell you how many times I've talked to someone who's been like, you know, they're running ads themselves or we're running ads for them. And they're like, I just, I don't feel like I'm getting enough out of this to justify continuing to do it. And then you look into it and it's like, well, yeah, you're, you're sending traffic to the website. Like there's a good amount of traffic. We know that your ads are targeted. Well, like you're showing me that that's correct, 
And then I look at the website and it's like, well, yeah, I know why no one's converting. Like your website's scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. So that's kind of where this came from. And we put together a like PDF checklist of all of these different systems and then like individual things you can do to kind of like Pareto principle, do the 20% of the work that's going to get you 80% of the benefit to get you on the right foundation. But the beginning of that, the beginning of everything is, Ooh, I just realized I'm about to say this to you. Uh, the beginning of that is your website, <laughs> but we can expand that to include your, whatever your digital presence is. Right. Um, but we want to think about that as your 24 seven sales machine. Like this is where anytime you're driving traffic, you're driving it to. For the ones who get it done. The most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger because we have professional grade supplies for every industry, even hard to find products. And we have same day pickup and next day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This website. Um, then that kind of ties into SEO. And you were talking about winning at SEO just with your Google My Business profile, and which my, is and, awesome. my, and my Facebook. Yeah. So what, yeah. what Cody was alluding to is I, I don't have a website. <laughs> I never had a website because I started doing everything free like everybody else. Right. We didn't have insurance and all this stuff your first year, especially if it's just a side hustle in the beginning, like it was for me for one year part time. Like a lot of us have the same kind of story. And we quickly you know, realize that we have to get get things together, get professional, you know, get legit, all that kind of stuff. But I just never. I mean, I looked into website, all that was intimidating. And mind you, this was nine, 10 years ago, right? 10 years ago was when I started part-time and then for a year and then been nine years full-time. So there wasn't Cody Owen or anyone like we have now in, in our in our community, in our industry to really help with websites and SEO and all that stuff. That, that, that wasn't even language that we were talking about. Like at best, Jonathan Potoshnik, the lawn care millionaire, was the only one talking about route density back in the day, you know, back in 2014, 20, I think 2013 was when he started his lawn care millionaire YouTube channel. I didn't start my business to 2014. So he already had like a whole suite of videos. Like I was just binge watching video after video when I stumbled upon YouTube and, and that the, you know, the infancy of the community of content creators on YouTube, you know, nine years ago. So there, you know, that all this stuff was just foreign to me, you know, I mean, I kind of I kind of gathered what SEO was. I mean, I came from retail management. And I was always a tech savvy person, but I, I just didn't really, uh, you know, un know how to even achieve any of that stuff. And there was not anywhere near the amount of tools and resources that there are now. So with all fairness, you know, I, I started from, from, from that atmosphere and just was like, all right, this is too intimidating and too much money. I'm not going to even worry about um, a website for now. My wife helped me, you know, I had to create a Facebook page. I mean, uh, I had to go on Facebook. You have to have a personal Facebook profile and then you can make a business page. And my wife helped me with all that because, of course, she was on Facebook like every other housewife back then. But I was too busy slaving away in retail management. I could care less about whatever this Facebook nonsense was. You know, I definitely didn't have Instagram, didn't go on YouTube for anything. I, I didn't even know what social media even really was um, back then, even though it wasn't that long ago. A lot has changed in nine, ten, nine, you know, nine, ten years. So, 
But uh, so she helped me with all that and it was free. So I'm like, you know what, let me just go to town with that. And we lived in an HOA and uh, homeowner association and they all have closed Facebook pages or groups um, that you have access to as a resident. So I was, that was like easy, you know, it was home field advantage. I was able to just Mm -hmm. post stuff on my business Facebook page and then share it from my personal profile onto the closed Facebook group and just get tons of work that way and advertise away. And then beyond that, I looked into other neighborhoods through like, you know, all the, the public, like Facebook classifieds, like neighborhood, you know, groups everywhere and, and um, where you, where you can join and, and participate and solicit a little bit, right. You know, you don't want to spam people, but you know, you just want to go in there and answer questions maybe on posts and get your name out, you know, make sure it's your business page. So the logo's there and all that kind of stuff. But so that that's really where I excelled and I built my route then city neighborhood after neighborhood all in close proximity because it was like a neighbor of a friend of a neighbor and this and that or they moved from one HOA to to the neighboring HOA oh can you take care of my yard over here now now I have a, a presence in that one yard over there and then the neighbors see me and so I just never really had a need for a website and back to what I what I said earlier is that people would just call me um, once that like quickly, I, I got started to get SEO just from all the Facebook stuff I did. I tried another company who will remain nameless that uh, is notorious for upsetting people, but um, a, a lead generation type situation <laughs> there. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I tried them out reluctant. Like I kind of got tricked, honestly, into it because I was so young and new at all this. And but, you know, out of all that, they do give you good SEO. So to this day, I have, I'm still connected with them for some reason, even though I haven't paid them for like eight years, you know, but, um, so, so all those things and then discovering Google, my business, right. You know, early on before it was as complicated and as robust as it is now, I got to Google my business. So I was doing that. So between Google, my business and Facebook, and then all the word of mouth in and all in the neighborhoods, local neighborhoods. And then I would go around cherry pick neighborhoods and and houses and put postcards in the flyer box underneath the mailbox. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like that was all the stuff that I did so that I could be very intentional to where I was, where I was growing versus getting all these random phone calls from Google, my business and just, uh, just being on Google. So I just never got in. I, I never looked into, to, to a website, but I mean, I never pursued getting a website because I'm like, well, at this point I don't even need one. Like I'm just so dialed in with it. Like I have such such a presence and branding in this area that it's, it's not even necessary. I'm just going to attract, you know, people that I don't even want at this point, but that's, I'm an anomaly. So, you know, like don't, that's, that's not advisable. Like you should definitely get a website as soon as you can, because that's going to work for you 24 seven. If you do a good job or have someone, you know, help you out with it, um, then you can have a good, clean, efficient, effective website. And then you can utilize that, like Cody was saying, with Lightspeed Social Agency to to really help, um, you know, get the get the right leads and, and really market your business. So I just wanted to kind of go into that quick backstory just so people oh, yeah. weren't like, hmm, what? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> What is Cody saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, but that is like you had a digital presence that was your foundation for you know when people saw you participating in the group they had somewhere to go right that was housing the information about the business a way to right. get in touch with you um and so we work on that foundation if you've built out a full website then you want to think about like getting some 
links back from if you have, you know, an irrigation guy that you refer work out to, you have, you know, maybe you don't put in pools. So you have a, a pool guy. Uh, if you guys can all have links on your website to each other, that's going to kind of give you some some different kind of SEO than just the the kind of reviews and stuff that we'll talk about in a minute because those are really important. But we'll we'll I have them under un, under another bucket. <laughs> uh, so we've got kind of that foundation of your digital presence, and once that is in place, you can start thinking about running ads. So if that's Facebook ads, Google ads. The way that I think about Facebook ads is that they're very targeted, but no one's getting on Facebook to find their new lawn care guy. They're getting on Facebook to like argue with their uncle. Right. So Or post your favorite to, meal that they just found on TikTok and then your know, recipe and they made, and they made it and they want to show a picture. Look at how good this came out. Yes. Uh, so that's no one's getting on Facebook for that, for finding us to do business. So we have to warm them up and pull them in. And so it is less intentional, but cheaper to get in front of people. So it's good for getting several touches with potential customers. And so you want to be really, really laser targeted on the neighborhoods, the subdivisions that you want to work in. And then Google is only going to be showing your ads to people who like literally typed in, I want to hire a lawn care company. So it's super intentional and more expensive. So harder to get repeat touches with people. Um, But you know, you can't drill down the targeting as tightly as Facebook, which is kind of there's a drawback with everything. So you have much more intentionality, but less uh, less ability to filter by geography. So you might end up with someone clicking to your website who's not in your service area because you just couldn't drill down tight enough to to keep them from coming in. But both of those systems working together, you're going to end up with a good flow of leads So that digital ads bucket is kind of the next thing we want to be thinking about. And then kind of tangential to that is getting flyers out in neighborhoods, um, door knocking. If you're like just getting started, like getting out there and pounding the pavement is what I would recommend before you start putting your money in digital ads. Like get a foothold in each of your neighborhoods and then start doubling down on on digital ads. Welcome back to Toro Tuesday. This week, I wanted to focus on the Multiforce Pro Force Debris Blower. So I've been focusing on the Toro Multiforce Grandstand because I own that. I was a big fan of that before I was able to finally purchase one when they first came out back in 2016. I saw a lot of capabilities. They only had a few attachments at the time for it. So this is the the grand the Toro Grandstand, but it's a multi-force where they add on the capabilities of putting attachments. It has a hitch receiver on the front, hydraulically controlled, which lifts it up and down, and then you can control the attachments that are attached to it, whether they're powered, um, you know, like like a power broom or a snow blower, or they're just something that you have to move up and down side to side, like uh, a snow plow and uh, things of that nature. So over the years, they have come out as I predicted, with more and more attachments for it. Um, there's a low-flow hydraulics for the basic moving it up and down side-to-side attachments. Then there's the high-flow uh, hydraulics for you to um, utilize the other things like the power broom and the snow th- uh, thrower and, and so on. The One of the first things, actually the first attachment that I purchased at the same time that I got my Toro Grandstand Multiforce was the Pro Force Debris Blower. Now, this is a massive blower, you know, 
listening to the audio, you can't get the visual. So as always, you can go um, in the show, the episode description and click on the link to go to uh, check it out on Toro.com. So you can see what it looks like. But this thing is massive. It's got a 360-degree nozzle rotation. So it's, just, it's like a massive, like, uh, I don't know, like, like a jet engine blower or something, for lack of a better description. Um, and, and the 360 means you can spin it all the way around so that you don't have to move the mower that you're on. You know, if you're changing directions or just trying to control the pile of leaves or whatever debris you might be trying to move around, um, you can adjust it, you know, uh, by, by l- turning it all the way around or just a little bit, but it goes completely from one side to the other, just all the way, um, full 360 degree rotation with a 26 and a half horsepower Kohler Command Pro EFI engine that the multi-forces have, it delivers a tremendous amount of air power. So basically you take the deck belt that, uh, drives the mower blades on the, on the mower deck. When you take the mower deck off, in most cases for these attachments, specifically the ProForce uh, blower attachment, you, you, you take the deck off and you can uh, put that deck belt, you wrap that around a pulley that's attached to the blower, and that's what makes the blower work. When you engage the blades, you push the button on the mower to, that you would normally engage the blades. What it does instead is it engages the blower. It turns the fan on of the blower, and the amount of power that the engine is producing is the amount of power to create the tremendous amount of airflow. When I say tremendous, I mean this thing is really meant for large properties, parking lots, things like that. Like all year round, you know, like whether it be in the winter and there's a lot of sand, rocks, gravel, dirt, salt, all that kind of residue that builds up on parking lots. If you have any commercial parking lots that you maintain, streets, things like that, the whole general area, it's so much easier to just ride up and down with this thing and just blow everything to one side or one corner and, you know, you can also, in addition to that, have you know a guy or guys, girls. If you have anyone helping you, they can come come uh, do the final detail cleanup as you're getting everything corralled. You know, quickly with the big Pro Force blower, they can come in with the their backpack blowers and kind of get it where the final stages of where it's got to go or whatever. They can be blowing things if you're doing leaf removal in the fall. They can be blowing things down out of the yard or into a specific pile, into a specific area, so then while you're going along with the ProForce blower and blowing it into the le- into the woods, or if you're trying to get it all to the curb to suck it up with your leaf vac, you can do that as well. I've done a variety of all these things with this blower. I had a commercial property um, a while back that I, I used this for in that situation for leaves as well as, you know, things would accumulate like like i said rocks dirt sand that would all accumulate so it just made it so much quicker and easier it's so powerful less walking i could just corral everything to a smaller area so that we could be more focused with the backpack blowers in in one area instead of walking around the entire property with the backpack blowers i could just easily zip around with this um, as well as when we were trying to get the leaves from certain properties to the woods or to the curb and, 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 you know, as you know, as you start blowing out mulch beds and blowing through the yard with your backpack blowers, the piles eventually start to get so big that it's just hard to move them with the backpack blowers. Now, there's various other ways you can move those piles when you get to that pile. And there's another attachment that I'll talk about in a future episode, a future uh, Tuesday, uh, Toro Tuesday episode that you can use. But in this case, you can use the blower to do that. Once you get to this massive pile built up and the backpack blowers just aren't working... 
the backpack, uh, the uh, Proforce blower, you just go right up to it and boom, it just moves that pile like it's nothing. There's also some yards where there's, there's a fence and a back gate to the woods. So we would just open the gate. I would just position myself on the, on the, the multi-force uh, mower with the Proforce blower just pointing directly at that gate opening. And the guys would come from both sides and they would just keep blowing the leaves into that airflow. And it would just shoot them right through the gate, just funnel them right out. And it, and, and it got everything done in a matter of minutes versus us just constantly going back and forth for you know 30 minutes or what, an hour or whatever, trying to get it all all of them out, all those piles of leaves out with the backpack blower. You could just keep blowing them into the, the air path of the Proforce blower and just shoots them right out. So I was, a, I am, was and am, you know, a big fan of the Proforce debris blower attachment. It's, it's huge. Literally, it's huge. Size-wise, it's, it's massive, which means it produces a, a tremendous amount of, of airflow. So, but again, if you have small properties, this might be overkill in some cases, but it's really great when you have a large amount of leaves to move from one place to the other. Like I said, whether you move them to the curb to suck up or you move them to the, to the woods, as well as commercial properties, parking lots, things like that. It's really, really, really uh, useful for sure. So, Definitely, uh, if you want the visuals, like I said, and any more specs and information, check out the link in the episode description. What's going on, guys? Come join us this year at Pod Row at the huge convention in Nashville, Tennessee on August 24th and 25th. Come hang out with myself, Paul Jameson from the Green Street Podcast, John Pajak with Profits by Pajak, and many more at Pod Row. Share your story on our podcast and network with great speakers and successful entrepreneurs. Click the link in the episode description and get $25 off registration with code podcast. See you there. Getting out there and pounding the pavement is what I would recommend before you start putting your money into digital ads. Like get a foothold in each of your neighborhoods and then start doubling down on on digital ads. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's basically what I was doing, right? You know, it's I was just guerrilla marketing away, you know, just trying to just trying to get my name out there in as many ways as I could, just not with a website. And that's the only thing that I didn't do. But I hear a lot of great things about them. So there's definitely, definitely good. In addition to Facebook, Google My Business, like, you know, a lot of people just have a, a website and they think that's it. Like you sh- should continue adding on to that so that, again, that that gives multiple ways for you to pop up, you know, in, in search engine optimization um, so that, you know, SEO. So just definitely um, look into all those things. But so what, yeah, what a lot of guys, yeah. so real quick, a lot of guys build a website and then they're like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> right. And it's like, but if there's no traffic coming to the website, it could be awesome. It right. could have a hundred percent conversion rate theoretically. Right. But if you're not getting anyone there through any other means, then it's useless. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, so that's good stuff. So what what have you guys been working on uh recently this summer to to offer um the the community and our listeners? Yeah, so we've just tried to get away from just being the Facebook guys, right? Like people don't want in the same way that when someone wants, you know, a variety of lawn care services, they don't want to hire six different companies. Um a big piece of feedback we got early on was like, "Hey, I don't want to hire you just to do Facebook. Like, do you guys do Google Ads?" And so we were able to, to add on Google ads. Um, but now what we're trying to do is, hey, when you come on board, we still won't build you a website. We're, we're not web developers. I don't have the, the bandwidth to do that. So, but what I can do is go in and rewrite your website. Um, because a lot of times 
websites are written by web developers and they're really smart guys and they write like they're writing for robots. Right. Um, <laughs> they write like so, really smart guys, not not write like um, a lawn guy that's trying to sell services. Yes. Yeah. So we go through and we do a website audit for like usability and conversion optimization. So the big thing is like, hey, every part of your website should be pointing someone toward the next step of action you want them to take. And that's requesting a quote. So if there's stuff on your website that isn't about getting someone to request a quote, we really need to have a, a really, really good reason for it to be there. Or we need to rethink it or move it somewhere, you know, further out of sight where we're, we're just trying to get people who hit the homepage to request a quote for service. Um, we work with you on that. We also do an SEO audit to go through, help you find any like technical issues with your website where something's broken that could be hurting you. And we actually uh, went through and did this to our own website over the summer as part of this deep dive to just see like, hey, what would the deliverable look like to a lawn care business owner? Well, let's just do it for us and see. And we found a few broken internal links that were hurting us. And we were able to like quickly fix them and get get things correct again. Um, but it's like, you know, we're marketing professionals. We didn't intentionally go and put in broken links, but it was like we had a time sensitive page. And when the offer was over, we took the page down. And now everything that pointed to it, Google is scraping our website and being like, whoa, these don't go anywhere. Like your website's messed up. Yeah. Uh, so. We've we've added that as kind of like you're coming on board and we want to make sure that you've got the foundation laid so that when we start driving that traffic, it's going somewhere that's going to produce results for you. And then, you know, we already I think your guys listening know that we we do Facebook and Google ads in exactly the way that I described a minute ago. And then we're trying to come in to just past that where we've driven the traffic to your website. And now we want to be thinking about, hey, email campaigns to upsell to your list. We've got somebody in the door for maintenance, but we need they need to know that you do fall cleanups, you do aeration, you do weed control and fertilization. So timely emails to existing customers and also getting that same messaging in front of them on Facebook so that they see it over there. We're doing organic posting. This is kind of like we want you when you come on board with Lightspeed to be getting an entire marketing department, not, you know, someone who does a job and then you still got a bunch of marketing tasks on your plate. We want to pull as much of that off and be as big a part of that solution as we can be. Uh, just because everyone's going to have a better experience that way. I'm going to be less stressed out uh, as I'm trying to generate results and you're going to be happy because we're getting more results in the door. Um, and the final piece of that is getting a stream of referrals, like taking your business from word of mouth to like having a referral system. So we're reaching out to customers who have had a one-time service to ask them to leave a review about it. After a few services of like routine maintenance, we want to ask that customer for a Google review or a Facebook review and let them know that it would help us out. It also helps you catch any problems you know, we ask them to reply to that email if there is an issue, like what can we do to get you up to five stars um, so that you can find those problems early and resolve them quickly and maybe even end up with a five star review out of a customer who had a complaint. Um, and all of that works together 
to if you're getting consistently Google reviews, Facebook reviews, it's going to juice your SEO and drive more organic traffic to your website. And so the whole cycle starts over again. Um, and that's the goal, right, is to have this really, really robust system where everything's working together and synergizing to to grow the business. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Good stuff. So what, what were you talking about uh, buckets before, earlier, different buckets? Yes, yeah. Those are the, the buckets are like your website and local SEO, the, the digital ads and like Facebook and Google side, and then retargeting and that referral system. So sorry, I didn't come back to my buckets metaphor <laughs> right. that I did before the interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I do have, if it would help you guys to see this visually, I have a link that I'll send Naylor to the, uh, the PDF that we have on our website. That is, it's a big checklist of, it, we call it the, the ultimate marketing checklist for lawn care and landscaping, but it's going to walk you through just like quickly tasks you can look at, like, do I have this? Yes or no. And it, it kind of creates its own to-do list and helps you optimize the, the marketing of your business and think about it as a, a full system, not just a bunch of random tasks. Nice. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, so what, what, what does it look like when people want your services? Like how, how do they connect with you and are there packages or do you just kind of work with them and it's, it's customized to each person's business needs or how does that look, that process? Yeah. So anyone can fill out the, the contact form on our website. You tell us a little bit about your, your pain points in marketing so that we know going in like where, where you're feeling the biggest problem so that we can try to solve that. But uh, we are like pretty, we've gotten away from being a la carte and we are like just a big solution. So if there's places where you're really shored up and your website's awesome, then we don't need to put effort into improving it. Maybe your digital ads are really, really needing help or you have no email campaigns for your existing customers. So we're going to come in and figure out, OK, where are the problems and where can we put in the most effort right now to get you the maximum return? Nice, nice. And of course, we'll have all the links uh, to everything in, in the episode description. So you guys can click on 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 them and get to wherever you need to get to uh, fast. And w is there anywhere else that anyone can, can reach out to you if they have any questions and they don't, ne don't necessarily want to sign up yet or whatnot? Or they can maybe even see um, some info. I know you I know you have like YouTube and Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Feel free to send me just a personal friend request on Facebook. If you want to chat, I'm much more likely to see that than a message to the page. Um, but yeah, Cody Owen on, on Facebook, add me and I'd be happy to talk to you that way too. My phone number's on the website. Also, it's my personal phone. Call nice. me, text me. I'm always down to talk lawn care marketing. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Cody, did we leave anything out for today's episode for our listeners? I don't think so. I think that that's kind of the big idea that I wanted to to touch on. Nice. Yeah. Well, it, it's, I, I get the whole, like, you know, not, not just Facebook and, and all that. I mean, but you know, that that's good to add on more and to evolve and to just offer like a, a whole solution for, for folks marketing, because like I said, there's just not a whole lot or, or if it is, if the, you know, whatever is out there might just seem intimidating and, and, and whatever. So it's good to have someone that, 
can have more of like a one-on-one experience with versus like some big company that's kind of like helping like multiple services all over the place and you kind of feel like a, a number or something and you might get lost in the shuffle. So um, I definitely try to highlight folks when they're in the community and, you know, or have been in the community and now offering value, valuable services to to help us grow our businesses um, and, and just keep crushing it. So Thanks for thanks for coming back on again, Cody, and uh, I'm excited to uh, to see you continue coming up with ways to to help everyone market their businesses. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you guys for listening, and thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And until the next episode, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mister Producer production.